It's the Off Grid Prep Family Podcast. Hey everybody, it's episode 49 of the Off Grid Prep Family Podcast. I can't believe it's 49 already, that's crazy. Wow, that's old. I'm probably too quiet, sorry. Today we're talking about uh, protein. Let's talk protein, shelf stable, and DIY. Grow it yourself. Grow it yourself. yourself. Yeah. DIY. That's not a. Don't bug. Don't do bugs. No. Just that's not what we mean. No. You can if that's your thing. Uh, shelf stable protein is very important, and it can be tricky. And if you don't have a reliable source of long-term power yet, it's pretty necessary to have shelf stable protein. Yeah. So it is. easiest. We're talking about canned meat, right? Uh, don't count, discount the usefulness of even like spam or corned beef or those sorts of canned meats nope. if, if you need it. There's a lot of info on canned meats and it all seems to involve pressure canning. Oh, home canned meats, yes. But we do know people who do not friends. What does she do with her chicken? Does she cook it first? No, she cold packs the she chicken. She cold packs the chicken, and then what What does she do? Water bath for three and a half hours. That's what they do with basically everything. Okay. And these friends don't live off-grid necessarily. I mean, I guess they, they do. don't have power. <laughs> That's as specific as I'll get. And they know what they're doing. Yeah. In every way of life. Yeah. So I would say that you could trust that. Yeah. We don't do it. We haven't tried there's it. We haven't a, had to there's yet. There's a lot of information on Make It Make <clears throat> channel on YouTube on how that particular group of people cans. Okay. And she's got really good info. Yeah. So you can look it up there if you want to try that out. But don't let not having a pressure canner keep you from getting shelf-stable meat on your pantry Yeah. Shelf. See, with all this, you know, us being off the grid and having worked on it for several years of our life... There's this whole group of people who've been doing it for centuries. Yeah. They never went on the And grid. they're really good at it. Yeah. So just go so and just see what they're doing. find out what they're doing yeah. because they're right about most of this stuff. Not yeah. all of it, but most of it. Yeah. Uh, also, as far as shelf-stable protein, I would include freeze-dried meat. We really like freeze-dried meat, especially the chicken. Yeah. It is so handy. Mm-hmm. We... I can't foresee ever, ever, ever being able to run a freeze dryer off-grid. No, we've done some research, and those things use power like I... The insane I amount know. of power. I don't even know how people can afford to run them. I don't think it's I don't think it's a budget thing. I yeah. think it's the just, now That's I have cool. freeze dry food. I, I better do it. So, yeah. Anyways, if you want uh, 15% off your first order of Thrive freeze-dried food, mm, mm-hmm. then you can check out the link on our friends and affiliates page, offgridprepfamily.com forward slash friends yeah thrive makes far and away the best freeze yeah the, it's not anything added it's just like chicken mm, breast really, or and sausage really, or, really yeah. quality stuff um what else do we think of when we're talking about shelf stable protein you get those pepperonis and beef jerkies that come on sale right and they don't mm, need to be refrigerated no they've yeah. been yeah they've been uh preserved within an inch of their life so yeah they're, they're good yeah. to go and then don't forget the non-meat sources, right? Mm. TVP, mm-hmm. rice and beans, yep. quinoa, lentils, uh, meat alternatives. You yeah. can take that as far as you want to take it. Yeah. Um, even broth, even if, if you buy it in the jars or the cartons mm-hmm. or if you can it yourself. Broth is tricky. Yeah, it is tricky. Uh, can we take a very quick break to talk first about the off-grid prep 
family ultimate planner really great christmas gift for yourself or someone you know who needs to organize a lot of things in one handy place yeah you use you use yours every day all yeah, day we're constantly and using i know yours. you wrote it but <laughs> it's still it's full of all kinds of useful stuff and it's really handy because the kids are constantly not coming to me to ask what needs to be done mm, they're they going to the, the book yeah yeah very handy mm-hmm. you can get it on amazon uh, just search for Off Grid Prep Family Ultimate Planner. Mm-hmm. So, what else do you want to talk about for protein, shelf stable protein? Well, we did mention broth, which is important. Can broth, jars, and the cartons, the no name broth, anything. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess oxo cubes and stock powders and concentrates, they're not great. Yeah, maybe it doesn't have protein, but it's like a good pick me up, like a really <coughs> warm bowl of like some hot broth. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it'll it'll pump up any kind of veggie-based soup, mm-hmm. too. Um, you can soups that have meat in them. Right. That's easy to or store. Or mushroom soup. Yeah, easy to yeah. store, cheap to buy still. Mm-hmm. Not as cheap as it used to be. No. But, you know. But it enough. is still affordable. And yeah. finally, the most expensive option, probably the least effective option, uh, nuts. Right. Peanut butter. Peanut butter powder. Peanut butter powder stores longer, but it has no fat in it. N- exactly. And we, we don't use... We hardly use any. Well, I don't think I don't remember the last time we bought just nuts. Yeah, they're, so, they're expensive so expensive right now, and the amount of peanut butter that you'd need to eat mm. to equal mm-hmm. just like a little bit of ground beef or something, kids, it's not cost. The kids won't eat the natural peanut butter. Right, they won't go near it. They just want and the gif. The other stuff's just sugar. Yeah. So we don't do a lot of nuts. Yeah. Uh, as far as like moving on from the meat section, mm-hmm. I would start thinking if you're a dairy eating family, mm-hmm. shelf stable dairy. Do we want to talk about like just shelf stable meat here or do we want to mention again what we do for actual meat? Like when you're preserving meat or storing meat, we we have a giant deep freeze. Yeah, okay? so if you're off grid, yeah. You now don't have to worry so much about the, the shelf power, stable yeah. cuz the power is not going to go out. Yeah. So we throw just about everything in the freezer. We hardly can anything other than the stuff that we like canned. Yeah. And our deep freeze is newer. I think Mm -hmm. it's a Frigidaire. Yeah. But it's gigantic. It's it's like seven feet long. It's a big deep freeze. And we can run it no problem. And we have a little backup one for just in case something happens to it. And basically the two sources of meat that we've delved into, uh, one is we raised Meat Kings. Mm Mm-hmm. And I think this is good to bring up again in an episode that talks about protein. I always forget that not everyone's heard every episode. Yeah. Yeah. So this is important. Our own experience, we've re-raised Meat Kings. We got it down to an art form, the plucking and the the boiling dip and the gutting and everything. Yeah. We're good at it. We're fast. It's effective. At the end of the day, raising them, and we even let them free range, so Mm -hmm. they got bugs and stuff. They still cost us nearly $5 a pound. Mm Mm-hmm. For uh, feed. Whatever you call the it. Hanging bill. away. The feed bill. Yeah. Be, ended up being $5 a pound, not including the extra infrastructure. Yeah. And we can still get beef from a number of local sources for $4 a pound. Yeah. So it wasn't worth it for us. Yeah. We didn't do any meat kings this year. No. It's no. a we little less. It's, last year? it's less variety. Yep. A hundred is about the number that we need, but mm-hmm. it's cheaper for us right now to just buy to beef. just do more beef. Yeah. To get to get into the s- specifics of meat kings, because I think it's it's the best meat to raise if you don't know what you're doing. Because chicken, they they're easy to raise. They take care of themselves. Yeah. They're small. Mm-hmm. There's a uh, that's probably one of the biggest factors. Is say you raise a cow, 
killing it and then hanging it involves machinery or hoists and yeah. several people and a gun and yeah like it's a whole thing everything with a chicken is easy yeah if you wanted as many people do you could just go outside mm-hmm. catch a chicken slaughter it and cook it for dinner you could yeah. like our one of our teenagers could do mm. that it is no problem so that's our number one selection for off-grid protein is chickens it's just so easy it is we've done the rabbits we have done we the rabbits. We do not prefer the rabbits. No. We had, uh, I think, three different varieties of rabbit We've we tried. tried. We keep trying. They were gross. We also don't enjoy goat. No. It smells like goat. It smells like goat. It yeah, smells even, like when teenage you do it well. boy we, room. And we know what we're doing. Yeah. And it's just not good. Yeah. And, and I know, actually, goat's not, not a very common mm-hmm. one. And probably that's why. Like yeah. mutton, right? Right. But, um, yeah, rabbits, uh, I think the worst thing of the rabbit... It tasted like I would imagine a rat would taste. Totally. Right? It was yeah. like there was like a length to the fire. It was just yeah, not good. Yeah. You can only hide it in tacos for so many yeah. days in a row before your kids start just not eating the tacos. It wasn't good. Yeah. And um, the the goat was it was just Yeah. They were just difficult. Yeah. No. Chickens don't taste like much. You can make any dish with chicken. Yeah. You do get sick of it after months yeah. and months of only chicken. Mm-hmm. So the variety's good. But it's definitely the best way to go. Yeah, the meat birds yep. for sure. Um, also, whenever there's an old hen, you can eat the old hen. Mm-hmm. You make coco vin or something. Yeah, they, they don't go gamey. Yeah. They still taste like chicken. Um, any, any animals, as far as off-grid, if you don't have like a lot of power. And infrastructure. I would say animals that you can keep on the hoof outside yeah. until you need them are also pretty awesome. Yeah, I think pigs would be good for that. We yeah, done pigs. turkeys, or not meat kings, but regular chickens, because the meat kings, they top out. Yeah, like, they die. They'll just die if yeah. they're too old. Um, they just eat until they we don't, fall over. We don't really like dual-purpose birds, but in that case, that might be one of it the might be. reasons where dual-purpose birds yeah. would be helpful. Okay. Um... Do you want to go back to dairy? Yeah. And then we can talk more about other stuff? Okay. We did a big dairy thing this year. We did. The yeah. buying the raw milk and mm-hmm. dealing with the milk. And now we know how to do that. As far as shelf stable goes, people mm-hmm. do can milk mm-hmm. and butter and all those things. I'm not going to tell you how because you're not quote unquote supposed to do it. Yeah. But you can if you want. Um, it's really easy. We store powdered milk. Mm-hmm. We can make yogurt with that if we want to. Yep. Uh, you can see how much we store in our one-year food book just to give you an idea of how much you should store maybe uh, we also store canned milk in evaporated and the sweetened condensed forms because sometimes that's better for a recipe or mm-hmm. whatever uh, there are also shelf stable curtains of milk that you can get that are like super pasteurized but if you had to um, or like almond milk things like that that come in cartons um, if you're a non-dairy family, you need to look at storing the ingredients. You need to make your own oat milk or almond milk or cashew milk or whatever. Yeah. I'm assuming that if you're dairy-free, you're probably making your own because you probably don't like all the ingredients that come in those carton forms. Mm-hmm. We really like the instant milk from Thrive. Yeah, it's powder milk, but it has it's a little bit of better. fat in it, doesn't Yeah, it? and it shakes up like right away. It's mm-hmm. like good to drink immediately. Mm-hmm. Um, If you can store both the fat-free and the full-fat powdered milk, then you have more options. Uh, Cheese. Of course, there's like 
freeze-dried cheese. Yeah. Which isn't really that great. You can get cheese powder. We like the cheese powder. Yeah. Um, Shelf-stable cheeses, if you're not picky about your ingredients, there's even like nacho dip, the deluxe mac and cheese. You don't need to add butter butter and right stuff too mm-hmm. so that's handy a, that's a big deal yeah and even like um as far as not storing eggs and milk like if you get pancake mix that's the deluxe kind just mm-hmm. add water yeah then that's so much less eggs and milk oh, yeah, that you have Costco, to store the yeah Costco stuff yeah and uh for canned butter if you have like a asiany sort of market international food near you you look for what's called ghee it's like clarified butter that's canned and it It'll last for years. Cool. It can be really expensive, but it's less expensive if you get it at an international food type right. place. Yeah. Um, uh, next is smoking and curing. And right. We just started getting into this. And like it just is, last year, yeah. It's a high, it's very low cost. Yeah. Because it's just smoke. Uh-huh. But it is high skill. Yes. Like it takes a lot of you practice have to, to properly feel smoke. for it and be prepared to oh, kind of waste yeah. some meat a little bit if you're we figuring saw the it out clip on instagram of the guy who uses the old filing cabinet mm. genius i thought that was so smart I did smoking in my propane barbecue and i i watched a couple of videos and then i i ultimately settled on a technique where i put a any piece of wood like just literally anything mm-hmm. on the right hand or left hand burner and then i take the the meat and i put it over on the other side with no burner mm-hmm. and that wood smokes it like circulates yeah a damper piece of wood is yeah. better and then the smoke just circulates and it takes like three hours four hours to do a fairly large yeah. chunk of meat yeah but we've used all sorts of wood and we haven't really no. found a difference maple I don't know. oak pine trash like not yeah. trash wood like osb or anything yeah. but like solid wood it does not matter what species. we have some downed apple trees that we could use but yeah, i don't but see it making much no of a difference. smoke yeah. is smoke uh, yeah there's all sorts of like traditional food preservation methods mm-hmm. that are you know a little more off-grid friendly but very labor intensive yeah and very high skill like it yeah. takes a lot of practice so even for the equipment it might just be cheaper to just get a bigger solar panel <laughs> yeah <laughs> i don't know but i do i did like the traditional mm-hmm. smoking yeah it, the meat tastes amazing amazing yeah yeah uh eggs mm-hmm. you just once go again, every day once again back to chickens yeah we don't like do like water glassing or freeze-dried no. or any of that stuff because we feed our chickens really well all winter long mm-hmm. we make sure that they're getting lots of calories through the winter yeah. and they hardly stop laying for us at all they did hardly at all and we just yeah. had stock layers they yeah. weren't anything special and we we freeze some yeah. in like uh we scramble them up and put them in egg cartons yeah but not a lot like we froze a whole banana box full last year and it was way too many it was way too many we eggs. were drowning in yeah. custard and homemade noodles and, and it was delicious yeah. but unnecessary yeah um, yeah, we feed our chickens standard chicken feed, but we also supplement with all of our scraps. Right. Like everything. They love meat, mm-hmm. meat scraps. Another weird thing, a gross thing about bunnies, bunnies love meat scraps. Yeah, that's weird. Didn't learn that in school. Yeah. Super gross. <laughs> I like it. But, so do, but so do rats, right? Yeah. So anyway, uh, chickens will eat literally anything. Yeah. And if we think they're starting to drop off or we're mm-hmm. trying to get them back to laying, we'll give them some like oats mm-hmm. soaked in like beef tallow or some kind of fat. Yeah. And that seems to really help. It does. Pay and it if up. your chickens have totally stopped laying, you just give them some whey or yogurt. Yeah. And that 
they're apparently they're slightly allergic to it and it makes them start that's funny yeah so it's not a long-term solution but it's short term yeah let's take one quick second to talk about one year of food yeah you can feed your large family or group for one full year it's a very detailed list it's available on amazon um, it includes everything you need to know to feed a big group of people for one full year with the grocery lists, how to store it, uh, what to cook, how many times you can cook each meal, and even how to grow the majority of it yourself. And you can get it today on Amazon and it'll still be there in time for Christmas for you. And it's based on our, our own personal experience. Yes. You, you built this spreadsheet over several years. Yeah. Just trying to get us, you know, as a fine-tuned instrument in terms of storing and... Yeah. Food. Well, and we were living on remote islands, on a sailboat, yeah. in the RV, places where you can't really afford to make a mistake yeah. food storage-wise. Yeah. And so you need to know how much you have and yeah. what you can make with it so that you don't run out of food in April before the ferry's running or something. <laughs> so... You can take our hard work and put it to use in your own family. Yeah. One year of food. It's on Amazon. Merry Christmas. <laughs> so getting back to chickens, um, it doesn't really matter what breed you have. You're going to get the same results. They're a very uh, robust animal. Yeah. They don't really care much about change. Mm-hmm. And you don't have to rub their udders and tell them they're pretty to yeah, get product. Yeah, it's not a whole thing. Those yeah. eggs are coming out. They are going to abandon them the moment yeah. they come. Oh, that's the thing I heard... I don't know where it was. Uh, it's a cruelty-free meat. They're going to lay them anyway. They're going to lay them. That egg is going to rot. They yeah. couldn't care less mm -hmm. about that egg. It is free protein. Yeah. Without harming anything. Yeah. We brilliant. like the egg-laying breeds for egg layers. Yeah. Also, we don't have a rooster because that's that's a whole other thing. But yeah. anyway, we got rid of our roosters. Couldn't be happier about it. Yeah. And since there's no rooster, the egg's not fertilized anyway. So you don't have to worry about yeah. half a chick. So they literally egg. convert scraps to protein. Yeah. It's brilliant. Yeah. All right. So we got eggs. We got meat birds. Uh, how about sprouts? Mm. There's lots of protein Love in sprouts. sprouts. Yeah. Tell uh, What's the brand of sprouts you get? I like the Mums brand uh, sandwich saver mix. Mm. Mm -hmm. It's the cheapest, like, as far as serving wise. Yeah. And we go through two pounds of it in a winter. Yeah. So we do one tray a day. What's the, how much is it for the one pound bag? 10 bucks, um, 20 bucks? No, it's a quarter pound for $14 now. Oh, okay. Yeah. And that lasts us, the, the quarter pound bag lasts us just under a month. Okay. Yeah. But that's cheap compared to lettuce that's these days. It's pretty darn cheap and for a month's worth of veggies for a family. Yeah. Like. So that's our fresh veggies all winter long. Mm -hmm. And we do them in the cheap green trays that you see on Amazon mm -hmm. on like a piece of scrap fabric yep. so that the seeds don't fall through. Some people do them on paper towel, but I think that's gross because then you get bits of paper towel mixed in with yeah. your... Uh, we just use like a fake linen. It's like yeah, polyester it's just like linen. just a rag. Yeah. And then uh, we start one tray a day and we try to eat one tray a day yeah. and they have veggies and protein. Yeah. So you yeah they're brilliant. Yeah. Yeah. Um, there's lots of things that you could do if you have smaller property like quail mm -hmm. or rabbits if you're not allowed loud animals yep if you had a little more room ducks pigs mm -hmm. variety is good because as we know redundancy yeah two is one and one is none and yep. if something goes through your chicken coop it's good to have an alternative source that happened to us this fall 
we, we had lost. 18 hens yeah. and they were a full free range like we took the fence down and just let them waddle through the forest yeah. in less than a month i think it was three weeks we were down to four yeah something figured out that there was a bunch of snacks yeah. running around <laughs> and they were just gone yeah it i was did i did see a falcon at one point mm-hmm. uh like eye to eye i was 10 feet from them but we I have eagles we have four eagles we do like we have within four bald 50 eagles feet of our house, house so. which is lovely but yeah. they <laughs> also eat the hens now if you are lucky <clears throat> enough to live somewhere where there's big game mm-hmm. hunting yep or trapping if mm-hmm. you're somewhere like us that doesn't have that um i'll take the no deer to not have deer in my garden but i do see the allure yeah. of just having protein wandering around the forest yeah. um how about chicken of the trees <laughs> right if you've got some teenage boys <laughs> send them out there for the chicken of the trees yeah we do have uh pheasants yeah I, which I'm, are surprisingly large yeah i meant squirrels but yes oh squirrels <laughs> yeah we don't have big squirrels when we lived in ontario there were those yeah. giant gray squirrels oh yeah New brunswick yeah Ours but here small. there you couldn't get anything off of them. uh we have hares and rabbits there's there's wild geese yeah we do have some of those big yeah. jackrabbits mm-hmm. yeah um my number one thing for protein would mm-hmm. be finding local farmers mm-hmm. building your community that way yeah and if possible bartering yeah we haven't meat. done that yet but We've, we can never find a fair straight across trade and that's tricky when you're buying things in large quantities mm-hmm. but we'll get there um above all else as far as protein goes uh figure out how much you need and make a plan yeah try and keep a year's worth at all times mm-hmm and to figure out how much a year's worth is for you you could use our handy dandy excel spreadsheet yeah it's available over on our website offgridprepfamily.com if you go to the store Mm -hmm. it's in the download section um or you could just grab a copy of one year of food from amazon and it has that in it and it has it already calculated and uh it's on kindle or paperback nice anything else you want to chat about what have you been up to uh lots of stuff lots of stuff we're supposed to get our first snow tomorrow yeah we moved our solar panels again we did yeah the seg of the solar panels so when we moved into this house the solar panels were just out of convenience on the ground so like on the south of the house out front Mm -hmm. and i didn't have a snow blower yeah so of course immediately they get caught in drifts because they're just on the ground and and we, uh, east coast right east so we coast. get like that heavy Big, heavy snow you get like two yeah. feet of snow overnight you're not moving it no and uh so anyway this year i did buy a snow blower a nice great big one a 33 inch snow blower and so after the hurricane fiona mm-hmm. we had to take our solar panels down in like quickly, during the hurricane like right before you can the see that on instagram if yeah. you want to watch us scramble the solar panels off the roof and then <laughs> not what was it, a month ago? No, it was last Thursday. Was it? No, that two. Th- th- it was two weeks ago. Two weeks yeah. ago, we had another store where it felt like, felt like God was punching the house. It was. It was bad. It was like, poof, like the 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 severity and the quickness of the blows yeah. was just ridiculous. It was insane. So I would. I mean, just from so, experience, it was yeah. at least 120 k winds. At least gusts of 120. So we, so we were took like, them back down. Okay, that's enough of that. And we put them back with a better rack. Well, the, the rack that I had built for the roof, we right. repurposed it and um, braced them down on the ground. But this year, like I said, I have a snowblower. 
So you so can I can blow tear through the drifts and yeah. we don't have to worry about it. So they're um, on the ground and they've yeah. made it through another storm since then. Not yeah. as bad, but it was nice to not have to worry about them up there. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it was weird. Guess the only other thing we did, we stocked up for wood and we uh, pre-cut a lot of wood, which was nice. Mm -hmm. We stored it in our indoor foyer mm -hmm. and uh, with a large family, we found it helpful to have a great big ceramic tiled area with a baby gate. Where everyone can take off their boots and stuff. Yeah. To a certain degree, it doesn't matter how dirty that particular room gets. <laughs> right. I guess you could call it a mud room, but it's there's no walls. Yeah. So, it's, um, so we store a bunch of wood in there. And I guess in, uh, the a note on redundancy is we have two generators, mm -hmm. uh, the same model, a Furman inverter generator. And um, I had to bring one in and rebuild it. Uh, not so much rebuild it, just take the head off and clean out the combustion chamber. Um, but it was really nice to have yeah. that second. So the old generator still out there running great because I had rebuilt it not that long ago. Mm -hmm. And I did that again for the new one. Yeah, we really like Furman. They'll send you parts. They're They're, they're not yeah. a hassle. Yeah. I think they're actually a Chinese-owned company like the, what's it called, Symarker? No, not that. Anyway, they, uh, they're based out of California and they sell at Home Depot and Lowe's and all the big stores. Yeah. And their generators are quiet very quality and very affordable mm -hmm. so so you can get two yeah we don't even have a sponsorship with them or anything I we it's should. Just, they're really good <laughs> i'm really I, we have two one of them's almost four years old mm -hmm. uh the hour meter just recently circled like the remember old cars oh, the speedometer funny. would only up go up five digits okay and you'd get you'd circle it, it like so it how many lap. thousands of hours have we put on that generator i assume it circled at a thousand and oh. now it's at 29 hours that's funny yeah so that's uh, i wasn't even really paying attention to how many <laughs> hours it had on it it's that time of year it's, yeah it's gray yeah we have like if the sun was shining yeah. we'd have four hours of sun yeah which but is enough for our solar array <laughs> it's not it but never is at this time of year it's always cloudy and yeah. rainy and yucky and tomorrow we'll get snow so yeah. the kids are excited and we're all buttoned up and ready for it mm -hmm. you spent the day cleaning the yard getting uh, rid of anything that might be a problem with the snow blowing. yeah you don't want to run over a weird random kid stick toy no no snow yeah. <laughs> little plastic thing so instead of doing the quote for the day today do you have like a verse for the day or mm. something yeah we so get back into that we've been getting a lot uh more into this with the kids um because of christmas mm -hmm. right and um so today it's um matthew 24 44 uh therefore you also must be ready for the son of man is coming at an hour you do not expect good christmas quote it is it is but and it does apply to living off the grid it yeah. does it does and if you're not prepared and right with god none of this is really gonna do you any good is it no no that's the first beautiful. preparation yeah yes all right thanks for listening everybody and we'll see you next time merry christmas bye